Puck live on a Wednesday, week 16, do or die time here in Steelers Nation. The Steelers need to win essentially the next three games on their schedule to keep their playoff hopes alive. They've lost three straight games. They got the backup now third string quarterback slated to start this week. Uh, but guess what? Steelers Nation stays together. We are going to be having some really great coverage for you guys today on today's live show. We got the latest news and rumors coming up here in about five minutes. What we're going to be discussing, I'm going to tell you why I think Eric Bieniemy, the commander's offensive coordinator, is the perfect fit to be the next offensive coordinator right here in Pittsburgh for our beloved Steelers. Also, we're going to be talking about George Pickens. He kind of clapped back at some of the... Uh, Criticism that he's been facing over the last week or so after that really bad look of not blocking for Jalen Warren on a potential touchdown run. Uh, he had something to say about that. So we'll be discussing those kinds of news and rumors. Got a couple more Kenny Pickett replacement options that we'll be discussing as well. Uh, so some really good stuff coming up in that news and rumors segment. Also, we got the NFL mock draft roundup today. I got a bunch of different mock drafts from around uh, the news media. I got one from PFF, ESPN. Bunch of CBS Sports just released one yesterday, uh, and we're going to be going over who they have the Steelers taking in their mock drafts right now and discuss some of the prospects that the Steelers could be targeting early in this year's draft. And then, of course, we got the Steelers Talk live mailbag. And if you want to get your voice heard on this week's mailbag and get on the show, you can use hashtag Steelers down there in the chat or super chat to skip the line and guarantee your question gets on today's show. The only way to guarantee it is if you super chat. And with that, I'll bring on my uh, partner in crime here, Mr. Jeffrey Cooperstein. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, brother. It's a Wednesday. We're talking some Steelers football, so you know what that means. Here, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. We probably annoy people in the office with that, but guess what? I don't care because the Inns are the best fans of the nation. Oh, I know for a fact that we annoy people, especially our Browns host, Matthew Peterson. Ask when we go here, I we go Steelers. Book. I don't give I don't give a shit, man. Well, here's the thing. All right, so I want to apologize in advance today, guys. I am a little bit under the weather, all right? So I just want to uh, point that out uh, to start today's show. But you know what? It's Wednesday. It's live day. I'm coming into work, and I am getting this live show done for you guys. I'm going to soldier on through. Uh, Jeff has uh, been super supportive today. Uh, so also, Coop, last week during the watch party, we said that if we got to 40,000 subscribers, we would do a oh, Gatorade yeah. dump because every 10,000 subscribers we get here, we do one of those. But also we said we'd, do, we'd, we'd double it. Okay, we'd double it if we passed Giants now by Chat Sports. We did both of those things last week on the watch party. Uh, and yesterday, uh, this is how it went all this. Steelers Nation, we made it to 40,000 subscribers, more than double since we got there. I got producer Coop right here. We got the first one right here, and then because we passed Giants, we got a second one right down there. So let's get this going. Come on. He loves it. He loves it. Yeah! 40, four. 40K, let's ride! Go Steelers! So that was a lot of fun. Uh, got, you, maybe was, that's partially why you're sick, because you got cold and wet <laughs> It's actually a possibility that that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm a little bit sick today, is because 
Uh, it was so dang cold here in Dallas. I mean, it people, was cold. People think it's still warm here uh, in Dallas. It's not. It was probably what, maybe low forties, maybe no, high. No, it was probably 40s, like fifty. Maybe low fifties yesterday, and then with the cold uh, Gatorade, it's just. It was cold, man. I'm not going to lie, but it was a lot of fun. Thank you to all of you guys out there that support the channel, that watch every live show, that watch every watch party. You guys are the absolute 50,000 next up. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're really close to 50K here, just 10,000 away now. So let's get to that 50K mark. My goal is to get there by the start of the 2024 NFL season. I think we can easily get to, uh, get to that. Maybe we can even get there before the NFL draft. Maybe that should be the goal. But before we get into all of our Steelers content today, let's talk a little bit about uh, our, our sponsor today at Game Time. And Game Time is the new sponsor here at Steelers Talk, and it's the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater in your area. Actually, tonight I'm going to the Dallas Mavericks game. Uh, they're facing off against the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm going with my family. They're visiting me here down in Dallas, Texas. We got a great deal with Game Time, the only ticketing app I have on my phone because you got the lowest price guarantee, so you don't have to go uh, shopping around on a bunch of different ticketing apps. With Game Time, you know you're getting the lowest price, and they have flash deals right before Game Time, so you get even better deals right before the game or event starts. You can also, it's not just sports, guys, you could go to concerts you, anything that sells tickets game time has it on their app and guys i'm just going to say that right now for the people that live in pennsylvania that watch this show this is your last chance to go to accuracy stadium this year to watch a pittsburgh steelers game game time has tickets for that game against the cincinnati bengals it's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and your set tickets are also sent directly to your phone another great feature so you don't have to dig through that pesky Email, snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time today. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps. It's right down, though, uh, there on the L3 for $20 off for uh, your first purchase. Times, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So, Coop, we have three weeks left in the 2023 yes, NFL season. Right now, the Steelers are sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven. Multiple teams sitting at 8-6 and six above them in the AFC yep. playoff picture. So, And, and uh, I will point out that two of those teams, the Colts and Texans, have tiebreakers over the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, to me, it seems like you have to at least win the next three games to really have a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and even then, the New York Times says that even if you win out here, you only have about a 75% chance of making the playoffs. And, you know, with all the injuries going on, and DeMonte KZ getting suspended, and, you know, Kenny Pickett not being out there for this week most likely, uh, it's just not a good sign for the Pittsburgh not Steelers here. Not a good situation here. There And is. just three weeks ago, we were right here on the show – and we were talking about how this team was 7-4. and four. They were streaking towards the playoffs. They were probably going to end up making it. And then you lose to the Cardinals. You lose yep. to the Patriots. And now you lose to the Indianapolis Colts. And things are looking pretty bleak. But I will also say that the Steelers and, our, and these fans here, we've been here before. In 2022, you start the season off with a record of 1-4. and four. All right, by the time that you get to, I think it was week 11, you're sitting at like, I think it was like 3-7. and seven. They ended up rattling off seven of their last eight games for wins, and they ended up getting to nine and eight. So even if you don't make the playoffs here, even if you don't win out, 
I still think there's a pretty decent chance that Mike Tomlin gets this team to 9-8 and eight. still after everything that has happened over the last month. I just think that Mike Tomlin has a certain way with these sorts of things, and I think that they're going to win two out of three here. Yeah, 9-8 and is definitely possible. It's, it all starts this weekend with the game against the Bengals at home. That's the one you just absolutely have to have. And then it, you, if you split the two on the road, that gets you to 9-8. and eight. Does that get you in the playoffs? I would lean no at this point in time, but it, it gives you a chance, certainly. Uh, I, and hopefully that they can get to 9-8 and eight because, as we know, the Steelers don't have losing seasons. That's not in their DNA. It's not in their identity. So hopefully they can get that winning season at the absolute very least. So you guys, if you guys watched the preview that we put out yesterday for this Bengals game, I actually pre predicted the Steelers and Mason Rudolph to pull off the win 24-23. I have this weird hunch that it's just too good of a story here for the Steelers to lose this game. A quarterback named Rudolph coming in two days Christmas. before Christmas it's just, to save the season. It's just too good of a storyline here. So I actually think Mason Rudolph is going to have a game-winning touchdown drive this Saturday. So I guess we'll see how that works out for us here. Uh, maybe I'll just fall flat on my face because uh, we all know that Mason Rudolph hasn't exactly been a, a, a great quarterback to this point in his career. Shout but, out to, but it's definitely going to be a lot of fun on Saturday. Oh. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great time. Shout out to my, to, to my man Damian Roy in the chat, Yvette as well, keeping the chat going, talking to us. Young Noticeable was in here before the show started. Bodie Irwin as well. Let us know what you guys think. Will the Steelers win out and make the playoffs? Yes or no? If I'd have to guess right now, I'd say no. Just with the way that they're playing right now. Uh, could they win all three of these games? Yes. Cincinnati, I mean, we, we already beat them this year. Oh. Right, you're at home this time. Uh, hopefully Mason Rudolph plays better. And then if you can get past this week, right, Kenny Pickett will be back for week 17 against the Seahawks. The Seahawks kind of stink. I mean, I know they just beat the Eagles and all this different stuff. But throughout the year, they've been such an inconsistent football team. They don't play well on third down and in the red zone on either side of the football. So I think that the Steelers actually have a chance to beat the Seahawks, even in a hostile environment there in Seattle. And then we all know Lamar Jackson has not played well against the Steelers in his career. Here, here's, here's, I think it's possible. Here's how I think this goes. If they win the first two, I think they'll beat the Ravens and, and they'll win all three. If they, if they split the first two, <coughs> I don't think they're going to beat the Ravens in Week 18. So, But you just said 9-8 and eight is possible. So it's you possible. Think... So I think it's either 10-7 and seven or 8-9. and nine. Really? Yeah, okay. that's what I think. But you think we win this weekend? I do think they win. I think they win this weekend. So I think it all comes down to Week 17. All right, man. It's going to be a lot of fun here on Saturday. If we lose, the season's essentially over, right? And you, you just spend those last two weeks evaluating Kenny Pickett and seeing if he's, if he's your quarterback, essentially. But, you know, I'm really excited to see what Mason Rudolph is going to be able to do. Kenny Pickett has been practicing has been. this week in a limited capacity. He was taking second team reps today. All right, so that's telling me that he's getting better. Uh, he's been walking around without a boot, which is a great sign. Uh, it w really wouldn't shock me if Kenny Pickett plays on Sun or Saturday. Super tough individual. He's going he's gonna to really do everything that he can to play on Saturday. And if he can go, I think he will. Yeah, it looks like most of the chat doesn't think that they're going to win out. Snowman, Underdog, Brian, Husband all saying no. Young Noticeable says, hell not, nah, as does Damian Roy. Matt Hyde says, not a chance. It doesn't young, seem like there's many Young Noticeable said the Cardinals and Patriots sucked and we still lost. Yes, but you got to remember, Kenny Pickett was out for, what, out of, the, out of the eight quarters there? Six of them? Yes. Kenny Pickett was out for six of those eight quarters? 
Mitch Trubisky, we all know, sucks. Camel, you know what? Wait, uh, what does he suck? Dicks. Mitch Trubisky is so freaking <laughs> no bad at football. So bad at football, dude. I, I, I can't. I couldn't. Well, I couldn't stand to watch another uh, also, snap of football from that guy. I saw. Man. I need to pull up something in the chat real quick. I forget who it was. It might have been Damian. Yeah, uh, no, it was Kenny Pitt, Kenny Pickettsburg. Kenny Pickettsburg in the chat said, "Mason Rudolph with his nose so bright, won't you guide my Steelers tonight?" Well, guess what? We have a song for you, baby. Yeah, we have a song here. We, we've created a, a Rudolph the Third String QB song. Should we give him a sneak peek? Uh, should we just sing it once? Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll sing it once for you guys for free, but every time after that, $10 Super Chats, and we'll sing the Rudolph the Third String QB song. Uh, if you don't want to spend $10, you just want to spend $5, we will do a Wee Day chant. So that's like, who day, we day, day, who day, we day. day. We them boys going to beat them Bengals. Go Steelers. All right, so if you want us to do that, $5 Super Chat. Uh, $20 for Tia Slap. So if you want to see Coop smack my, uh, smack my face as hard as he can, $20 Super Chats. So and $100 total, you get into Steelers Talk Gold Club for life. You get an awesome Super Chat sticker that lets everybody know you're a part of Gold Club when you Super Chat. And then also, you get a shout-out on every single Steelers Talk live show. So here is today's shout-out. Shout-out to Austin, Mo Love, Brian Love, Anthony, Nathan, James, DJV, Patty, Elliptic Six, Alexander, Zach, Troy, Andrew, Jesse, Go Blue, Buckeye, Sam, uh, Hot Rod 24, Black and Gold Emperor 40, Lord Buddy Bear, Max Payne, Chad Corley, F1 Video Watcher, Steelers Dad, K Drizzy, Andrew, Jesper, Jacob, Nightmare, Sporting, DJ KJ, Gwendolyn, Latanya, and Etheria. Thank you to all of our Gold Club members out there. Uh, and you know what? I, I, I want to give a special shout out here to our Black Diamonds. These are the crazy ones that have put in $500 or more on a single stream. Uh, they get a customized jersey and their personalized Super Chat sticker. So shout out to Sam Pugh, F1 Video Watcher, Nathan Glasgow, Blue Buckeye, Elliptic Six, and Gwendolyn, our newest Gold Club yes. member here at Steelers Talk. All right, so we're about to get into our first segment here. But first, make sure you click that thumbs up icon. We got over 140 people watching right now. Up icon. Only 35 likes. Can we get to 50 likes? Let's get to 50 likes to kick off today's show. And then we'll get into the latest news and rumors. Eric Bieniemy, I think he's a perfect fit to be the next offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'm about 93% sure right now, Coop, that he's at, that we're actually going to get it done. 93%? That's your confidence meter I'm right now? I'm at 93%. Eric Bieniemy is going to be our next oh, offensive coordinator. I'll let you know my reasonings why here in just a second. But you got to click that thumbs up icon and get uh, and get us to 50 likes. Mike Let's in go. Texas. Where are you in Texas? We're in Dallas. Let us know where you're at in Texas. Yeah, we're we're in Dallas. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! You, re that. you ready to sing that uh the the Rudolph song here? All right, so make sure you click that thumbs up icon. All right, we'll sing the Mason Rudolph song here once every ten dollars we make. We'll be singing a Mason Rudolph song. You ready, Coop? I'm ready. Met Rudolph, the third string QB. QB finally got a chance to play. If and if he stinks in this one, this one, he might have to go away. Like Ben Roethlisberger, all the other QBs took the reps and called him names. Tomlin never let poor Rudy, Rudy play in any football games. 
They with won. the season on the line. Tomlin Tom came to say, say, Oh, oh, oh. Rudolph, with your throws of might, won't you guide my team tonight? If he wins, the Yinzers will love him. Love him. And they'll shout out with glee. Yippee. Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. You'll lead us, us to victory. Let's go. Rudolph, the third string quarterback, going to save the Steelers season, or at least we hope. Should we do a Christmas album like Jason Kelsey did? We might have to do a Christmas album here, I too. I kind of think I so, mean, too. I mean, this one's going to be the classic. Rudolph, baby. I absolutely love it. If you want us to sing it again, $10 super chat, and we'll sing it loud and proud for all of the Yenzers out there in Steelers Nation. All right, so coming up here, news and rumors for the, Pittsburgh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, talking George Pickens, talking Kenny Pickett replacement, talking offensive coordinator candidates, talking about Matt Mike Tomlin and his culture here with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, NFL mock draft roundup, seeing where all the big publications are, are projecting the Steelers to take in the first round of the 2024 NFL draft. And, of course, we got the Steelers Talk Live mailbag. Coming up here in about 20 minutes, so make sure you get your questions down in there. If you got a trade idea, if you have a player you want to draft this year, if you have a question for me, hashtag Steelers or Super Chat down there in the comments section. Hey, man, if you put in a $10 Super Chat, you can get your question at the top of the show, and we'll sing the Mason Rudolph song for you, all right? So I think that's a pretty darn good deal. Coop, are we ready to get going on the first segment today? Sounds good. <clears throat> All right. Just the uh, just a, just a little bit of a fair warning here. I am dealing with a little bit of a cold. All right. So if my voice sounds a little bit hoarse towards the end of today's show, specifically, uh, don't hold that against me, guys. I see Kenneth is in here. Jody is in here. Steve is in here. Damian Roy, Underdog Herb, Hunter Bobo. Welcome into the show, everybody. We're about to get started right now. Coming at you, Steelers news and rumors as of Wednesday. December 20th. Steelers fans, I believe Eric Bieniemy, the commander's offensive coordinator right now, is the perfect fit to be the next offensive coordinator right here in the Steel City. I'm going to let you know why here on today's edition of Steelers Talk. Also, we have two new potential Kenny Pickett replacements to add to the list. And then finally, we're going to be talking about George Pickens and his comments clapping back against fan and media scrutiny after giving a kind of abysmal effort, if we're being honest, last week against the Indianapolis Colts. So before we get into today's news and rumors, do me a favor, click that subscribe button because this is going to be a massive offseason for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And every time we have breaking news, when if they fire Tomlin, uh, if, when they hire a new offensive coordinator, if they replace Kenny Pickett and make a big trade for a quarterback, we're going to have you covered with breaking news coverage every single time the Steelers make a big move. We're also going to be going in-depth with NFL free agency and the 2024 NFL draft, letting you know which players the Steelers are targeting uh, and, which play, and what the team needs are, all these different things. We also have two weekly live shows, a watch party, for every single Steelers game, and then also a weekly live show. And oh yeah, it's all 100% free. We just passed over 40,000 subscribers right here on Steelers Talk. Go ahead right now, join the fastest growing Steelers community here on YouTube by clicking that subscribe button right now. 
So now let's talk about Eric Bieniemy because I believe that the next offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be Eric Bieniemy, and I think that this is a match made in heaven here for the black and gold. Now, why do I think EB is the next uh, uh, OC here in Pittsburgh? Well, there's a couple of different reasons why. First of all, he's a great offensive mind with a really modern offense. He runs that Andy Reid style of offense that you see with the Kansas City Chiefs. Lots of shotgun, lots of motion, lots of very creative concepts that we need here in Pittsburgh. But also with that new uh, approach to the offense, from a schematic standpoint, he still has that old-school, tough-nosed approach to coaching that Mike Tomlin really appreciates. He's also close to Tomlin on a personal level. And also, I think that it's likely that he will be available uh, to grab here because I don't think Washington is going to retain him. Ron Rivera is likely to get fired. And I think that they'd be trying him out as their interim head coach if they thought he was a legitimate possibility for the future. And then Kansas City has Matt Nagy in his former position there as the O.C., there with the Chiefs, so I don't think Bienmi a return to Kansas City is in the cards either. So right now, as I sit here today, I'm about 93% sure that Eric Bienemy is going to be the next offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now that might sound too good to be true, and I you know I keep telling myself in my brain that getting a guy like Eric Bienemy to be an offensive coordinator here, that's just too good to be true. But I actually think that the stars are aligning here, and I actually think Mike Tomlin, if he's still the head coach, is going to get this done. Another option that's been floated out there in the ether uh, by some former Steelers players, actually, is Greg Roman, former offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, he's one of the best run game uh, designers in the National Football League, especially when it comes to the quarterback run game. And really, the only way that I could see Greg Roman getting the nod over an Eric Bieniemy here is if they go out and trade for Justin Fields. Can you imagine Justin Fields' uh, rushing skill set? Absolutely elite. He was the most valuable rusher in the National Football League among any player, including running backs in 2022. You put him in a Greg Roman-designed run scheme. I mean, goodness gracious, that could be absolutely electric here in Pittsburgh. But honestly, I really think that Eric Bieniemy is the guy. He's close with Tomlin. He's going to be available. He's got a great modern offense that I think Tomlin trusts uh, moving forward here in Pittsburgh. And I think that it would just be an absolute perfect fit to bring in Eric Bieniemy. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comments section. Pick an offensive coordinator for the future. Type EB if you want Eric Bieniemy, or if you'd rather uh, pair up Justin Fields with Greg Roman. Type GR down there in the comments section. This is also going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So you keep going to throw an ad break here in just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pinned question. So let's say the Steelers bring in Eric Bieniemy to be their next offensive coordinator. In that event, if they want to keep Kenny Pickett on the roster and they don't want to straight up uh, replace him and they want to give him a shot in EB's offense, I think bringing in a, a veteran like Jacoby Brissett, who's currently with Bieniemy with the Washington Commanders right now, would be a great option to bring in some competition and really force Kenny uh, to prove himself and earn the starting job heading into the 2024 season. Because honestly, I just don't think you can just give Kenny the job outright heading into next year. So Jacoby Brissett, he got his really first significant action last week against the Los Angeles Rams in the fourth quarter. The commanders were down 21 points. He comes in, the defense knows he has to throw the football, and he absolutely lights it up. I thought it was a perfect 
performance, 8 of 10. The two incompletions weren't really his fault. It was either on the receiver or it was on the scheme. And then also 124 yards. That was more than the starting quarterback Sam Howell had on the day. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. He put them in a position to win that ball game despite only having being down 21 when he had his first snap and only having 10 pass attempts. So Jacoby Brissett, obviously, very comfortable in Eric Bieniemy's scheme. He can operate it well. And remember, Washington's offensive line is arguably the worst in the National Football League. So this is somebody that can operate in the system even without the most ideal circumstances along the offensive line. I think he's very comfortable in the scheme. He'd also be very affordable because I don't think anybody sees Jacoby Brissett as a bona fide franchise guy. He's more of a bridge guy. He's more of a competent backup, a capable starter kind of guy. And I definitely think that he fits in well with what the Steelers are going to be looking for this offseason. It also gives Pickett an opportunity to prove himself in a new offense. For all those people out there in Steelers Nation saying that Kenny Pickett needs a chance to prove himself with a new offensive coordinator next year, I get you. I, I'm right there with you. But I also want to bring in somebody like a Jacoby Brissett because if, if it's really on Kenny Pickett and it's, he's not going to be able to work in another offensive coordinator scheme, I want a nice contingency plan here in Jacoby Brissett. And I think he provides that for you. And he kind of proved that last year when he was the starter for the Cleveland Browns when Deshaun Watson, uh, that scumbag, was 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 <laughs> was uh serving his suspension. So you got Jacoby Brissett last year, 64%, a uh, 64.0 uh, completion percentage. He had 163 yards per game, not super high, right? They really uh, prioritized the run game there in Cleveland, but he had 12 touchdowns to six interceptions. That's a good ratio. And then his grade was the sixth highest in the National Football League just last season. And I, he actually played better than Deshaun Watson when he eventually came back there to finish out the 2022 campaign. So I really like Jacoby Brissett. I think he's a very capable uh, starter in this league, and I think that the Steelers would be lucky to grab him if they're not ready to get rid of Kenny Pickett. Now coming up here, I got another potential quarterback target for the Pittsburgh Steelers that's been thrown out there by a Steelers reporter. But before I do that, I want to talk about today's sponsor at Game Time. And Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater in your area. It's the only ticketing app that I have on my phone. I used to be somebody that would uh, kind of shop around, look at a bunch of different ticketing apps, trying to find the best price. With Game Time, you don't have to worry about that because they have the lowest price guaranteed. And then also, they have flash deals right before Game Time, so you get even better deals right before Game Time. So if you're someone like me, likes to get last-minute tickets, Game Time is going to be perfect for you. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are also sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through that pesky email to get your tickets. Snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time today. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code STEALERSCHAT. One word, all caps, it's right down there below, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEALERSCHAT. One word, all caps, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So this one kind of boils my blood, man. I'm not going to lie. The Athletic Steelers writer, uh, Mark Caboli, suggests on his Twitter that he would be in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers bringing in Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next season. This is the photo that Caboli put on his Twitter. Of course, it's Baker Mayfield uh, kind of uh, photoshopped into a Steelers uniform 
And I, I got to tell you, man, I'm not too sure about this. Now, I will say Baker's had a pretty decent year. All right, 63.5 completion percentage. He's got a pretty decent yards per game figure as well. And then he's actually getting the ball in the end zone. He's been one of the more efficient red zone quarterbacks in the league this year. Really good touchdown to interception ratio there from 24 to 8. And if you compare his numbers to, to uh, Kenny Pickett, right, it's just, it's just not even a competition here, right? He's got, he's, got, he's, he's, he's got better accuracy. He's getting the ball down the field more efficiently. He's got way more touchdowns, literally four times as many passing touchdowns as Kenny Pickett has this year. And then also, uh, yes, he does have double the amount of interceptions, but Kenny Pickett has a really low number there. Mayfield has actually done a pretty darn good job at protecting the football this year, something that he struggled with in the past but something that's really worked out for him. And as a result, you look at that points above replacement difference there. Mayfield is a pretty darn valuable quarterback worth over 60 points to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense this year, whereas Kenny Pickett is only worth about four points. All right, so you see the difference there. I do think Mayfield is the better quarterback here, but just as a Steelers fan, there is no way I am bringing in Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, there's other quarterbacks out there that are better than Kenny Pickett. If you want to replace Kenny, go ahead and do it. Don't bring in this douchebag uh, that we've all hated for years when he was with the Cleveland Browns. I mean, I hate this guy, man. I do not want to see him in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform ever. All right, so Omar Khan, if you're listening to me right now, please, please do not go get Baker Mayfield for the love of God. All right, let me know down there in the comments section. Would you sign Baker Mayfield from an enemy to a friend here in Pittsburgh? Type S if you would sign him or type P if you're going to pass on him. Let me know down there in the comments section. For me, I'm putting a bunch of P's down there in the comments section. All right, now let's shift to George Pickens, who's really been a hot topic here in Steelers Nation this week where uh, there's been a lot of backlash in terms of his effort, especially in terms of run blocking last week against the Indianapolis Colts. And yesterday in his media session, he kind of clapped back at the media uh, saying that nobody in the media knows football and that none of them understand why he did what he did. So this was his expl explanation. This is what he had to say. I was just trying to prevent the Tank Dell situation, meaning Tank Dell got injured. He didn't want to break his leg. The same thing that happened to him. I ain't want to get an injury. When you stay on the block too long, you can get ran up on very easily. All the people that's questioning my effort, they don't play football. They do what y'all, talking about in the media, do. All that people uh, that got opinions, they're media, surface guys. None of them play football. I just feel like the reason I would be like you're saying would be still fighting it. A lot of guys that's not playing the ball, not playing the game of football, that's just media guys having an opinion. But here's the thing, George. I mean, a lot of the people in especially NFL media, they're former NFL players. They have been in these locker rooms. They know what's expected from an effort perspective in an NFL locker room, and they're still blasting you. All right? So I don't want to hear that this is only from media personalities like myself that have never played in the NFL and don't play football. All right? That's not exclusively where this is coming from. This is coming from former Players, all right, guys like Shannon Sharp, all right, you know, a bunch of other players have spoken out about it too. This is a bad look for George, and he needs to grow up, man. He needs to become a we guy and not a me guy, all right? That's what Mike Tomlin wants. He wants we guys, team 
players. And right now, George Pickens is a me guy. He is kind of a selfish individual, if I'm being completely honest with you, only worrying about his own health and injury status. I mean, yeah, you don't want to get injured, all right? And I'm not saying that George Pickens has to go to great lengths with his body to play well for this football team, but can you at least block when, you're, when your assignment is to block on a run scheme coming to your side? I mean, and the fact that George didn't fess up to it, say, that was my bad, I need to do a better job, is seriously concerning to me, uh, and it tells me that he's got uh, other priorities in mind here that does not include the Pittsburgh Steelers organization as a whole. So let me know down there in the comments section, predict it for me. Will the Steelers trade George Pickens this offseason, they're starting to get some whispers out there that they might consider it. Type T if you want to trade him, or type K if you think the Steelers will keep him for 2024. So our final topic today, uh, we'll be talking about culture. All right, we'll be talking about Mike Tomlin's culture here in Pittsburgh. And there's some definitely some interesting quotes that I want to share from you. The first one is from T.J. Watt, and this was recounted from Rich Eisen, all right, who is definitely not popular with Steelers fans right now, but he was calling the game against the Colts last week on NFL Network, and he talked with T.J. Watt pregame, and he said some pretty interesting things about the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. This is what Rich Eisen had to say about what T.J. Watt told him in their pregame meeting. He, meaning Tomlin, is basically going into these meetings and being a dynamic leader and trying to inspire to the point where T.J. Watt said it was wild he used that phrase. It was wild to him that some of the players, upon hearing that message, don't respond in a way on a field or on a practice field. He used that word. He said it was wild that some of them don't want to practice is what he said, or want to practice in a way that everyone is supposed to practice. He, meaning Watt, said that this past week, everyone did do that, and then you saw the result. T.J. Watt also said that the younger generation takes criticism personally, he didn't call it a problem. I just inferred that it was. So what this sounds like to me is that Tomlin is a great leader. He's an inspirational guy. It has guys like T.J. Watt who might be, uh, belong to more of the old school approach uh, to really get inspired and really get things going from a motivation standpoint. But it's not working with the younger generation who is used to a softer touch. This is why guys like Sean McVay and Matt LaFleur and Zach Taylor are having success in the National Football League right now because they're not old school guys that get in guys' faces and yell at them and do all these different things. And I just don't think these, this younger generation, especially with emotionally fragile individuals like George Pickens, if you're getting in his face and criticizing him, he's going he's gonna, to uh, resent you for that, right? So I'm just, I just think that there's a big time cultural and generational divide here. And you can look at this two ways. You can say the younger players need to man up, all right, take some criticism, uh, all right, and be a man here. Or you could say Coach Tomlin needs to adjust with the times and, and, and kind of adopt a softer approach. Now, the big question when it comes to this is that is the culture set by the players or the head coach, all right? I think that there's an argument for both, but Jeff Saturday from ESPN uh, former Indianapolis Colt great center had this to say about setting culture in an NFL locker room. I played for Donnie Dungy, who's in the Hall of Fame. I played for Jim Mora. Coaches do not set culture. The idea, they set a structure in place for coaches, for the system, for the schemes, for all those things. Your culture is created in your locker room. He continues to say here, coach ain't buckling it up. He ain't walking between the white lines. He's trying to give you the best plays, but execution and culture is designed by players. Now, my take on this is that a coach definitely sets the foundation. 
for a positive culture to kind of flourish within the players. But I think that Saturday's right. Like, you can only coach to a certain degree. At some point, the locker room needs to take advantage. The leaders in the locker room need to get uh, some of these guys whipped into shape. Uh, and at the end of the day, it is driven by the locker room. It's driven by both. I don't think it's an either-or question here. But for me personally, I think that the head coach uh, needs to set the foundation. I think Mike Tomlin, given his long history of success in this league, has done that. Uh, but I think over potentially over the last couple of years, the locker room itself has gotten a bit softer. Uh, and, you know, they need to make a big change here if they want to make stuff happen uh, positively moving forward. So who's to blame? Let me know down there in the comment section. Who do you blame more? Do you blame Mike Tomlin for the culture more? Type MT. Or do you blame the players and the locker room more, the leaders in this locker room more? Type P if you blame the players for the current cultural issues here in Pittsburgh. That'll be it for today's show. I know it was a little bit of a longer one today, Steelers Nation. Thank you guys so much for all of your support and making it to the end of today's show. Make sure you click that subscribe button for more Steelers news and rumors coverage all throughout the 2023 season and even going into the 2024 offseason. All right, first segment out of the way here, Coop. Let me know what your what is your uh, opinion here on the Baker Mayfield situation? Because for me, there's no way I'm bringing that guy to Pittsburgh. I'm not with you where I would say there's no way, but I, it, it's not likely, right? I mean, I don't think Baker is the kind of guy that the Steelers <laughs> are looking at at this point in time. Even if he was, I think the disconnect between him and the fan base would be too much. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, I think that if they signed Baker Mayfield, all right, I think he's a better quarterback than Kenny Pickett I right now, too. by the way. But I think if they signed Baker Mayfield to replace Kenny Pickett, there would be rioting in the streets of Pittsburgh. PNC, yep. PNC Park and Acrisure Stadium, see ya. They're getting burned to the ground if Baker Mayfield is the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year, man. You're going to you're gonna have to be playing on a high school field next week in Pittsburgh or next year in Pittsburgh if Baker Mayfield's the quarterback. I mean, goodness gracious. Young Noticeable and Byron Davidson say they should sign him, whereas Yvette and Nevaeh say pass. It's a divided fan base. I'm actually surprised. <laughs> I, figured it, I figured more people would be saying, I, hell I, no. I just think he's such a douchebag, man. Just, no, oh, like, me too. Having I too mean, you know me. I'm a Texas Longhorns fan, so Baker's haunted my dream since college. I mean, I don't want Baker personally. I mean, I think that he's a decent quarterback for sure, but like... Now, it, would it, you bring Baker in like a Jacoby Brissett role to compete with Kenny? <laughs> I think Baker's played well enough where he's going to go somewhere and be the bona fide You think he'll starter. be the bona fide QB1? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the guy has 24 touchdowns to eight interceptions yeah. this year with one of the, I mean, the offensive line is like average. A joke. No, it's actually average. It's, it's been, been better it's, this it's year? Been, it's been better this year. Tristan Wirfs is legit. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Jensen's a, gr a good center as well. So I, I think that that offensive line is actually better than the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. And he's obviously got great receivers. And from a schematic standpoint, that's not my issue, all right? I think from an on-field perspective, he'd be fine. It's, it's the off-the-field, the persona. It, it's it's, it's yeah. just my oh, personal well-being having to talk about Baker Mayfield every single day on the show and have to root for him. That would absolutely drive me up a freaking wall, man. Steelers so. dad in the chat says, hi, Sperry and Coop. What up, Steelers dad? Dominic Schrader says, bring in Baker. There's a lot of people that want to bring in Baker. Wild. I'm actually surprised by this, man. I mean, I'm actually surprised. Mailbag coming up. Use hashtag Steelers or Super Chat to get your question on today's show. We'll be getting into that shortly, so we need more questions.
All right, but uh, if you guys want us to sing the Rudolph the Third String QB song, $10 Super Chats, $5 we'll do a Wee Day chant. Uh, it's Bengals week, folks. We got to get a dub. $20, tortilla slaps, $100 gold club. So I know we say every week's a must win. This is a must win. <laughs> this is a must win. I mean, It doesn't get more must win than this. Right now, your playoff chances sit at 3%. If you lose, they go below 1%. So right now, it seems unlikely. If you win, you get it to 8%. So obviously, still unlikely if you win. Uh, but if you can win out, right? If you can beat the Bengals, Seahawks, and Ravens, as unlikely as that seems right now, you got a 75% shot of making the playoffs. That's a pretty that's that's a pretty decent uh, percentage. Obviously, right now, you know, I let's actually talk about this coup because I saw this on Twitter yesterday and I thought it was very interesting. What would the Steelers record be right now if Kenny Pickett never got hurt? Like at all the whole season? Do they win that Cardinals game? A $10 super chat from Elliptic Six of the Black Diamond coming in with a 10. He wants a Rudolph the third string QB song. Oh, but first we got to sing Elliptic Six's song. One, One two, two, three, three four, four, five, Elliptic Sixer. Ten, nine, eight, seven, Elliptic Sixer. Sixer, Sixer, Sixer. Sixer. Let's go, man. $10 Super Chat says, got my jersey yesterday. My wife is wearing it, so I guess it's here. It's hers, LOL. <laughs> That's great stuff. We love Olympic it, Sixer. Six. Great to see that you got your jersey okay. That's awesome, my man. All right. So. I think they win. I think they win that Cardinals game. Because <laughs> I don't think they win the Cardinals game. Here's why. Landon Roberts got hurt. He did. In the second half, James Conner had his way. With the Steelers defense. I think that that's, I don't think Kenny Pickett overcomes that in the second half. That's just me though. That's just, so I think they lose against the Cardinals, but I definitely think they win against New England. You wouldn't have had the interception and that would have really made a difference. Do you remember the games that he got hurt early in the, earlier in the season where Trubisky had to come in? Did they win those games? Yeah. Did they win those games? No, they, they've lost every game Mitch Trubisky has taken a snap in. Yikes. The Steelers are 7-2 and two this year when Kenny Pickett starts the whole and game. finishes the game. People are talking. So, I mean, if Kenny Pickett comes back, if Kenny Pickett comes back this week, we're running the table. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see about that. But I think they lose to the Cardinals. I think they beat the Patriots. And I think they probably lose to the Colts. So I think they have one more win. I think they're sitting at eight and six right now if Kenny Pickett never gets hurt. And right, I would much rather be at eight and six of than seven and you seven. Would. If you just get one of those wins, you are in such a better position. Absolutely. Right? So I mean, the fact that we had we, Kenny Pickett got hurt at that juncture in the season, you can make an argument it's ruined our season, right? It's just a it's just a terrible injury at the worst possible time. And that sucks, right? But that's the game, right? That's the game of football. Injuries are a part of it. Unfortunately, we didn't have a backup quarterback that was capable of coming in and winning us a football game against a 2-10 and 10 fucking football team on a Thursday night. All right, you ready? All right, so we got to get to this Mason Rudolph song here for the $10 Super Chat. Every $10 Super Chat that comes in, we're singing this piece. 
Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. Finally got a chance to play. And if he stinks in this one, this one, he may have to go away. Like Ben Roethlisberger. All of the other QBs, QBs. took the reps and called him names. Like a loser. Tomlin never let poor Rudy, Rudy. play in any football games. Then with the season on the line, Tomlin came to say, Oh, oh, oh. Rudolph, with your throws of might, won't you guide my team tonight? If he wins, the Yenzers will love him. Love him. And they'll shout out with glee. Yeah, B. Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. You'll lead uh, us, us to victory. Let's go, Elliptic Six, with a $10 super chat. Absolutely fantastic. Every $10 that comes in. We're singing that song we, again. We can man. already hear the office talking shit about us, too. Oh, yeah, you could tell. They, they actually hate it. They so hate We need it. to sing it more. But guess what? They hate us because they, they ain't us. us. All right? So we got Steelers Dad in there saying, love your songs. Very creative. Thank you, Steelers Dad. Thank you, Steelers we Dad. We worked very hard to make sure we got this just right. We want to have unique content for the end. Absolutely. All right. So we got the mailbag coming up. Do we have enough questions Yeah, here? we're good to go. Obi-Wan Boo says, lovely singing voices. Should no, we go on American Idol? No, man. American Idol for losers. If you, if you can really sing, you're going on America's Got Talent. Let's, yeah, let, that's true. Let's be honest here. If you can really sing, you're going on AGT, not American Idol. American Amer Idol is now a joke. It's been a joke since Simon left. That's a joke. Yeah, that's true. American Idol has been cheeks since Simon Cowell left. Let's just be honest. All here, right, okay? let's get into this sack. <laughs> so, Young Noticeable, I see you put your question in there, but you have the F-bomb in it, so we can't put your question in there. Uh, so, if you want to put it back in there yeah, without the F-bomb? We can put it in there. Coop says we can yeah, keep we'll, it in we'll there. All right, that, fine by me, man. All right, let's get into this week's mailbag here in Week 16. Coming at you right now. It's week 16 in the 2023 NFL season. The Steelers season is on the line this weekend when they play on Saturday against the dreaded Cincinnati Bengals in the home finale at Acrisure Stadium. I'm here to answer your questions, man. Let's get into it here. But before we do, make sure you click that subscribe button and join the most interactive Steelers community here on YouTube. We have these weekly mailbags so that you guys can have your voice heard on the show. We also have two live shows every single week to have your voice heard as well. We have a weekly watch party for every single game and then a live show breaking down the events and news and rumors of the week. We're actually recording this during the live show. So make sure, click that subscribe button, join us for our live shows on Wednesdays to get your questions on the mailbags. And with that, I'll pause and open it up for questions. And Byron Davidson says, call Tom Brady. Nah, man. Nah, fam. That's just not going to happen. It seems like Tom uh, is, is content with where he's at right now. And if you bring him in, he's got to learn a completely new offense, all this different stuff, blah, 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 blah. This ain't happening. I think it's probably tongue-in-cheek here, but Tom Brady, not going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler, at least not this year. <laughs> then we got one from Dominic Schrader. says, got the choice of Dobbs or Baker next year. Who are you taking? I'm taking Baker. I have to take Baker. I don't like Baker, but I want to win football games more. I do not trust Joshua Dobbs to win football games for this team next year. I just don't. All right, so I trust Baker more. I think that his stats this year have actually been pretty decent. Over 63% completions, 
uh, good yards per game number there from Baker this year. Uh, you know, the offensive line is okay. It's certainly not great. Uh, maybe they're overperforming expectations this year. I think PFF has them ranked 14th in the National Football League. But what's really impressive there is that touchdown to interception ratio. Mayfield has been kind of a poor decision maker throughout his career, but this year keeping it to just eight interceptions. And he's been really uh, effective in the red zone at 24 touchdowns. So let me know down there in the comments section, who's the better quarterback uh, between the two? Is it Kenny Pickett or Baker Mayfield? Type KP if you think Baker, or if you think Kenny Pickett's better, or if you think Baker Mayfield's better, you think he'd be a better quarterback for the Steelers than Pickett. Type BM down there in the comments section. This is also going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So YouTube's going to throw you an ad break here in just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pinned question. And we got one from Damian Roy here. It says, are they going to bench George Pickens? If they do, it's only going to make this worse than it is. So I don't think they're – so Mike Tomlin came out today and said that they're not benching him. He's playing, all this different stuff. I think they're frustrated with him. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, you got to try to win these last three football games, and George Pickens gives you the best chance to do that. And if you take him out of the lineup, who are you going to play? Like Calvin Austin the third and, and, and Deontay Johnson – Two kind of smaller receivers for a backup quarterback. Not sure if that's a re recipe for success. So I think that George Pickens is somebody that they may consider trading this offseason. But right now, I think that he's definitely going to play unless he has a complete lash out and he like punches a coach or gets in Tomlin's face. I really don't think that Pickens is going to be benched at any point during the final couple weeks of this season. I got more questions to answer here coming up here on this week's mailbag. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor, at game time and game time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater in your area uh this is your last opportunity to get tickets for accuracy stadium steelers games because it's the home finale this saturday december 23rd against the bengals you can get tickets on game time today it's the lowest price guaranteed guys so you don't have to go searching a bunch of different ticketing apps to find a lower price it's guaranteed on game time all right so it's the only ticketing app you need on your phone it's a super easy interface to use as well with their app you get views of your seat before you buy them it's absolutely fantastic super easy to use and super convenient it's the fastest gro growing ticketing app in the country for a reason buy tickets in a matter of seconds two taps and you're set Tickets are also sent directly to your phone, another great feature, so you never have to dig through that pesky email to get your tickets. Snag the tickets now without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code STEELERSCHAT. One word, all caps. It's right down there in the bottom right. STEELERSCHAT, all word, or all caps, one word, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code STEELERSCHAT, all, all, all caps, one word for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. This one's coming in from CM Punk. says, do you think we can make the playoffs with our schedule? I know Seattle will be tough. I just don't think we'll be able to beat two teams fighting for the playoffs. So the way that I feel about this right now is that the Bengals, all three of these games are winnable. So the Bengals game is winnable because – a, we don't know how well Mason Rudolph is going to play. B, uh, we already beat them. C, we're at home. And D, it's just too good of a story, right? A quarterback named Rudolph coming in two days before Christmas to literally save the Steelers' season. Come on, man. Mason Rudolph's throwing a game-winning touchdown in that one. Then we got Seahawks and Ravens both on the road. Tough to go into Seattle and win, uh, especially because they just beat the Eagles, so they're feeling good about themselves. 
but this is a team that's really bad situationally. Bad on third down, bad in the red zone. Uh, the Steelers can take advantage of that, especially if they can turn over Geno Smith or Drew Locke, whoever's playing quarterback at that point. I would expect it's Geno by week 17. But also Kenny Pickett comes back week 17. So this offense should get better uh, for the final two weeks. So if you can get past the Bengals here, I think Seahawks are definitely beatable. And then you also have the Ravens. And although you're on the road, the Ravens are definitely a better football team than the Steelers right now. Lamar Jackson has always stunk against Mike Tomlin defenses, man. I don't know what it is with Lamar against the Steelers, but he stinks, all right? So if the season's on the line, the Steelers need a win in Week 18, it wouldn't shock me if the Pittsburgh Steelers pull off that victory and find some way, somehow, to win three straight to get into the postseason despite this latest three-game skit. Then we got one from Thomas Bridge here. It says, if you had to bet on one quarterback to be the Steelers' starting quarterback, in 2024, not named Kenny Pickett, who would it be? So if I had the bet, so that means a prediction, not who I want. I would say the most likely Kenny Pickett replacement this year, probably Justin Fields. All right, now I know a lot of Steelers fans don't want to hear that, but you got to look at the facts on the ground here. He's got, he's still on his rookie contract, so the Steelers can afford him. Uh, he's a very dynamic talent, uh, especially in the run game. Uh, he's, he, you know, Tomlin went to the Ohio State Pro Day when he was coming out just to see him work out, right? He loves him some Justin Fields. And also, I think that if they go out and get Caleb Williams with that number one overall draft pick, which is perfectly possible, they're going to be trading Justin Fields. And I think you could probably get him for what Carolina got for Sam Darnold, a second round pick and a fourth round pick. I think that's a pretty decent compensation. And although it's a high risk, high reward type of move, I think that if you hit on it, this team could be competing for Super Bowls as early as next year. Now let me know down there in the comment section, who's your guy? Who would you like to see as the Steelers starting quarterback here in 2024? Do you want Kenny Pickett? Do you want Justin Fields? Do you want Baker Mayfield? Do you want somebody else? Let me know down there in the comment section. Who would you like to be under center week one of the 2024 campaign? Let me have one from uh, Nevia Benson. It says, if you had to pick between Kenny Pickett or Justin Fields, uh, right now, Justin Fields is the better quarterback. And I know this is another hot contention on Steelers Twitter, but Justin Fields is the better quarterback. All right, he's a better passer than Kenny Pickett is at this point in their careers, and that's not even taking into account uh, the rushing element. We actually did a video last week breaking down the stats between Justin Fields and Kenny Pickett, just the passing stats. And Justin Fields is more accurate. He's more efficient moving the ball down the field. He has way more touchdowns. And that's not even, it's uh, just not even accounting for the, his legs, which are elite. So I do think Justin Fields, at least right now, is the better quarterback. Now, in a new offense, could Kenny Pickett get better? Absolutely. But if you had to ask me right now if Justin Fields is an upgrade over Kenny Pickett, I would have to answer yes to that question. And then we got one from Young Noticeable 25 here. Says, you know what, effort since we're doing hypotheticals, Tomlin and Pickett to Chargers for, for Herbert and a draft pick, bring in uh, Biennemi as head coach. Guys, we need to stop with the Justin Herbert shit. All right? It's not going to happen. All right? I don't know how many times I have to say this. And I know he says, you know, let's pull out hypotheticals. All right? But that's not going to happen. Why would the Chargers trade their, a top five quarterback talent for a quarterback to this point who has stunk, and Mike Tomlin, who's a head coach that they could absolutely get else, that they could get without having to trade their, their number one quarterback. 
It just doesn't make sense, man. I don't know why the Chargers would even think about it. I don't know why Steelers have this infatuation with this idea. But here's the thing. We're going to nip it in the bud right now, guys. It's not going to happen. Justin Herbert will be a Charger in 2024. All right, we got one from Champ. It says, there are a ton of whispers going around that Tomlin may decide to leave the Steelers on his own. Any chance that actually happens? Now, never say never, guys, but I think that he still wants to be here. I think he's still... I think he sees the potential here. I think he sees that we still have T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joey Porter Jr. is just getting started. Keanu Benson's just getting started. George Pickens, hopefully he can turn it around from a behavior standpoint. Deontay Johnson's still very talented. you got a really great receiving tight end in uh, Pat Frymuth, an offensive line that's getting better than it has been in seasons past. Jalen Warren is a budding star, right? You have pieces here. If, you, if Tomlin just gets the right offensive coordinator, Cough, cough, Eric Bieniemy, and he gets the right quarterback. Who knows who that is? If you get those two pieces right, this team is a Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. So I don't think Tomlin really sees an, a, 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 you know, a reason to leave. I think he, he feels like this team is close, and I think he's going to be this team's head coach in 2024. But let me know down there in the comments section, what is the percent chance that Mike Tomlin is the Steelers' head coach in 2024? Put it on a scale of zero, meaning no chance, or 100% meaning he is 100% going to go, or he's 100% going to stay. So let me know down there in the comments section what you guys think. Can't wait to see it. And that'll be it for this week's mailbag. Make sure you click that subscribe button for our weekly mailbags, our live shows, all these different things that we have. We've got breaking news coverage during the offseason. So if you never want to miss any big Steelers news items, make sure you click that subscribe button and join the Steelers Talk family today. All right, one more to go here, Coop. <laughs> oh, my, fuck my, my. It's going. My uh, my throat's a little worse for wear today. I'm not gonna lie, guys. And uh, well, that's what she said. Pause. Final chance to get in your super <sighs> chats today. Here is our super chat menu. If you love the Mason Rudolph song, ten dollars super chat. Five dollars. Come on, we'll somebody the send in chant. another ten. Somebody send in another ten and we'll 20, sing the song. Jack Sperry gets slapped with the tortilla right before he has to see his family today. Yeah, my family. Sorry, Cassie. You know, I'm kind of getting sick at the at the wrong time. My family just flew in from Minnesota here to Dallas. Minnesota. To uh, and I'm I'm not I'm feeling a little bit under the weather here, but you know what? We're soldiering on through here. We still got one more segment to go. Steelers mock draft roundup where we're going to take mock drafts from a bunch of different publications. And oh, we're yeah. We're going to see who they think the Steelers are going to take in the first round of the 2023 well, or 2024 NFL draft. I'll give you a hint. One of them is dumb as crap. Yeah, one of them is so dumb, man. I can't, one of them is just ridiculously stupid. I can't wait to completely roast this guy uh, coming up here in about five minutes. Uh, but overall, uh, <coughs> shoot, uh, sorry. Um, you know, this weekend, man, I'm so excited to see Mason Rudolph play. But also, if we get the good news that Kenny Pickett can play, it's even better. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what his mobility would look like. I think he's going to try every single opportunity to try to get onto the field. Um, but it would be interesting to see, like, how mobile he is. You know, what's his ability to get outside the pocket, all these different things. Steve, did you mean K.J. Jefferson? I think he did. Quarterback out of Arkansas? Don't nah. he, he, you know, he's big. He's kind of an athlete, but he's not a pro quarterback. In my I don't opinion. think he went to the draft either. He's in the portal. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I didn't see if ah. he declared for the draft or not. Whew. Okay. 
We gonna power through? Give some, yeah, give some shout outs. Some I just shout need, outs. I just need to drink a little bit more water. Oh, here. let's oh! go! Steelers, Dad, we get to sing the song. By the way, if Rudolph starts on Saturday, we we'll be singing those. We'll be singing this song on Saturday night as well during our watch party. All right, Coop, you ready to go? One moment. Let me get Steelers Dad Super up on screen. All right. $10 Super Chat from Steelers Dad. Enjoyed it so much. Let's hear it again. All right. Here we go. Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. Finally got a chance to play. And if he stinks in this one. This one. He may have to go away. Like Ben Roethlisberger. All of the other QBs. QBs. Took the reps and called him names. Like a loser. Tomlin never let poor Rudy. Rudy. Play in any football games. Then with the season on the line, Tomlin came to say. Ho, ho, ho. Rudolph with your throws of might. Won't you guide my team tonight? If he wins, the Inzer will love him. Love him. And the shout out with glee. Yeah, big. Rudolph, the third string QB. QB. You you'll go lead us to victory. Good stuff, Steelers dad with a $10 super chat. Absolutely love it. All right, so we got one more segment to get to here. <coughs> if Jack Sperry can make it. Yeah, if I can make it. I'm kind of struggling right now. I'm not going to lie, but. You got it? I got it. We're soldiering on through here. Give me a. Ah. Ah. Actually, let's, let's show this right now. We got 170 people watching. Indeed. Can we show the Gatorade dump again just in case yeah, people let's miss do it. it? So last week, if you guys missed it at the beginning of the show, uh, last week during the watch party, we said if we got the 40,000 subscribers, we'd do a Gatorade dump. And if we passed Giants now in subscribers, we would double it. So we accomplished both of those missions. And we ended up yesterday getting that job done for you guys. So Coop, we have that video ready to go? Yeah, one moment. So uh, we showed it at the beginning of the show. But I, I, I think that there's okay. quite a few people here now uh, that, didn't, that wasn't here uh, when we showed it earlier. So here's a look at what that looked like. Steelers Nation, oh, no. we made it to 40,000 subscribers, more What's than doubled go. since we got there. I got All right. We're Coop, gonna what are we doing? F Coop. F Coop in the chat. All right. The button's got sticky on me, so I'm sorry. All right. Without further ado, here's the Gatorade dump for 40K. Steelers Nation, we made it to 40,000 subscribers, more than doubled go. since we got there. I got producer Coop right here. We got the first one right here, and then because we passed Giants, we got a second one right down there. So let's get this going. Come on. He loves it. He loves it. Yeah. 40K. Let's ride. Go Steelers. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, but uh, I think that probably contributed to the to, way to, that, your, to, to your illness today. To, to my potential Ill illness today. Parker. Uh, Parker Gamer has a question. Yeah, sure. I have a question. Should the Steelers trade for Brian Cook from KC? He had a really bad ankle injury. Packers game, and he's on IR. After he gets off IR, he is a good safety. Well, I mean, you can't trade for players right now. Trade him in the, in the offseason, basically. I mean, he'll be, everybody will be off IR in the... No, but he's saying, should they trade... Basically, should they trade for, for Cook? I mean, 
Sure. Could be an option. I, I, I think that the Steelers need to get another safety this offseason. I, I think Keanu Neal is okay, but he's definitely not like a true number two safety. DeMonte, DeMonte KZ. KZ is slow and old. He got to go. You, you need to replace him. And um, Minka gets hurt a lot. Well, that? this year at least, Minka's been yeah, hurt Yeah, Minka's a lot. been, you know, dealing with injuries. You know, he, he didn't show up to training camp for a little bit, and then, you know, he was uh, – he's had a, a bevy of different injuries. had the hamstring issue. Now he's got a knee issue. Um, I still really like Minka as a player. I think next he's had kind of an off year this year, but I think that he's still young enough to uh, kind of have a resurgence again next year. Don't really have any concerns with Minka. But Brian Cook's a fine player. I wouldn't mind him at all. Uh, you know, I think that that's a – Fine idea. I don't want to give up too much for him. That's for, that's for damn sure. I'm definitely not trading anything less than a day three pick for him. Yeah. No you doubt. Know, I agree it, with that. Will, as well. Would Kansas City take that? I don't know. All right. Let's um, get into this mock. All right. Let's get into these uh, mock draft roundup here. Five mock drafts around NFL draft media and who they have the Steelers taking in the 2024 NFL draft. Today on Steelers Talk, I am going over the 2024 Mock Draft Roundup. It's our first draft video for the 2024 draft season here on Steelers Talk, where we're going to be going over five publications that have put out NFL mock drafts over the last uh, couple weeks or so and seeing who they have the Steelers targeting in the first round of the 2024 NFL Draft. If you guys are ready for more draft content and want to see more of it right here on Steelers Talk, do me a favor, right now, kick off today's video by clicking that thumbs up icon. The more likes we get on this video, the more it tells us that you guys want more Steelers uh, draft content, draft targets, mock drafts, all that great stuff. If you guys are ready for that stuff, go ahead and click that thumbs up icon right now. So let's start with CBS, and this is definitely the most blockbuster type of move that they have across the board here, and it's to go up and trade up to number 11 overall to take a quarterback to presumably replace Kenny Pickett here, Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr., the Heisman finalist. This is what Ryan Wilson, their draft analyst there at CBS Sports, had to say about this projection. The Steelers' offense feels like it's coming from the 1850s, not even the 1950s, and what you get from Michael Penix Jr. is a guy who can throw the deep ball. And guess what Deontay Johnson and George Pickens like to do? Run deep. Penix is one of, if not the best, deep ball thrower in college football right now. Ryan Wilson uh, really did a good job with this, with this one, I think. I think Michael Penix, out of all the quarterbacks that are gettable for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is probably the best fit, in my opinion. Uh, but there's definitely a downside to potentially drafting a quarterback here if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? If you are of the opinion that the Steelers have a roster that's ready to win now. They have T.J. Watt in his prime, Alex Highsmith, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton just getting started. And you also have guys on offense like Jalen Warren, George Pickens, Pat Firemuth, Deontay Johnson. You can make a definite argument that this team's ready to win Super Bowls if they can just get the right offensive coordinator and the right quarterback. And if you draft a quarterback early, uh, the chances of that rookie being a Super Bowl-caliber quarterback in year one are extremely, extremely low. I don't even think a rookie quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl. So that's why I'm not a huge fan of drafting a quarterback this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that maybe you keep Pickett, bring in a veteran to compete with him, or you just straight up outright replace Pickett with like a Justin Fields or like a Baker Mayfield of some sort, right? Something along those lines, uh, as opposed to drafting a quarterback that's going to take a couple of years 
to develop. So unless the Steelers are really embracing a rebuild, not really in favor of drafting a quarterback. But speaking of quarterbacks that the Steelers could potentially nab, which quarterback do you think is better? Which one would you rather have in the 2024 NFL draft? Would you rather have Michael Penix Jr. out of Washington, type MP? Or would you rather have the Heisman winner, Jaden Daniels, type JD, down there in the comment section? This is going to be the pinned comment on today's show. So YouTube's going to throw you an ad break here in just a couple of seconds. When that happens, take advantage of that time by answering today's pinned question. So another Husky being projected to the Steelers here. ESPN projects in their latest mock draft that Rome Adunze, wide receiver from the University of Washington, uh, to join Deontay Johnson and George Pickens in Pittsburgh next season. This is what Matt Miller, one of their draft analysts there at ESPN, had to say about this one. Deontay Johnson's contract expires at the end of 2024, so there's room for Pittsburgh to add a physical downfield threat with elite after the catch ability to the depth chart. Adunze has been the wide receiver one at Washington for three seasons, catching 25 touchdowns in that time while proving himself to be one of the most physical wideouts in college football. Miller finishes up here by saying the six foot three, 215 pound Adunze could pair with George Pickens to form a duo that would rival Cincinnati's wide receiver group in the AFC North. Now, I think that if you add a Dunze here, one of the most dynamic receiving threats, probably one of the more complete wide receiver prospects we've seen come in the draft in a very long time. I mean, we got another one of those guys in Marvin Harrison Jr. in this draft as well. I think that would absolutely solidify the Steelers' wide receiver core as one of the best in football. But unless George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and or Deontay Johnson gets traded, I'm just not sure how much of a pressing need this is to go out and get a wide receiver in the first round. You probably have to get younger at corner. You probably have to go out and get more offensive linemen. You might even be drafting a quarterback if you don't believe in Kenny Pickett. So not sure if wide receiver is going to be on their list early. It's a very deep wide receiver draft, so you could maybe get a good slot guy in rounds three, four, somewhere in that range. But I'd probably rather go corner or offensive tackle in round one if I'm being completely honest. Now, the idea of having one of the best wide receiver trios in the National Football League, definitely intrigues me, man. I, I wouldn't necessarily hate it. I'd be excited if they drafted Adunze. But right now, Patrick Peterson, Levi Wallace, those guys are getting old. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. is up and coming. But I think you want to pair him with another really good press man corner so you can uh, uh, you know, really impose your will on opposing offenses in the, in the decades to come here, here in Pittsburgh. So coming up, we got more mock draft projections, my reactions to them. But first, I want to tell you about, about today's sponsor, at PrizePix. Go to prizepix.com slash CLNS and use our code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Uh, you know, PrizePix is fantastic because it's super addictive, but it's also super fun. If you're looking for a way to spice up your game days this NFL season, uh, PrizePix is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. You might be asking yourselves, how does daily fantasy sports work? Well, here's how. You pick two to six players, and if they'll go for more or less than their prize picks projection. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. So let's take a look at my entry for week 16 here in the National Football League. I got the more on Terry McLaurin receiving yards, the more on Christian McCaffrey rush yards. And there's actually a new promotion on prize picks this week called Demons and Goblins, where the demons are the ones that are a little bit harder to hit, but if you hit them, you get a higher payout. And then the goblins are easier ones to hit, but you get a lower payout. This is an example of a demon here for Josh Allen, two touchdowns or passing touchdowns. I took the more on that. If I get that, I get an even bigger payout 
from our friends at Fanatics. If you know ball, you can make money with prize picks today. Check it out now at prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use our code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100 today. So now uh, Pete, pro football focus here, Trevor Sykema has the Steelers taking Nate Wiggins, the cornerback out of the University of Clemson. Now, I, I love this pick, and I'm also a little bit worried about this pick as well. I'll tell you why in just a second, but this is what Sykema had to say about this projected draft pick. The Steelers' cornerback room outside of Joey Porter Jr. is aging fast. They need to continue to invest in that area. Wiggins' athleticism and build, six foot two make him perhaps the stickiest cover cornerback in this class. He is on the slender side at 185 pounds, which does show up in strength situations, especially run defense, but it doesn't cause him to back down from physicality at the catch point. That, plus his fantastic recovery speed and ball skills, makes for a first-round player. So I would love to have Wiggins on the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he's a really good cover corner, really good in man coverage. Now, Clemson usually runs man-match coverages, not straight-up press. But I think he has the length. I think that he has everything that you look for. Now, he does need to put on a little bit of muscle. I'm not saying that he doesn't, right? 185 pounds, you can tell on film that he gets bullied a little bit in run defense. It's not for a lack of trying. He's got a great motor. He just needs to put some weight on his bones. I know, coming from me, right? But anyway, you got Wiggins right now, great cover corner. He's got fantastic upside, and he'd be a really good corner to add, especially in the middle to later picks in the first round of the 2024 NFL Draft. Then Sports Illustrated also has the Steelers taking a corner. Not sure how I feel about this one. Kalen King, Penn State Nittany Lion cornerback. A little bit smaller than Nate Wiggins. He's at 5'11", but we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, most people have King going in the second round, but Sports Illustrated has him going to the first here with Pittsburgh sticking in Pennsylvania. This is what, uh, this is what Sports Illustrated had to say about drafting Kalen King. The Steelers already have one budding star corner from Happy Valley, so it, would, so it wouldn't be surprising if they went back for another. King already has experience lining up across from Joey Porter Jr. and making life miserable for opposing quarterbacks, and this would allow them to reunite and do it again at the pro level. Now, King is a little bit shorter. Now, it's definitely not a disqualifying height by any stretch of the imagination for an outside corner, 5'11", 183 pounds. Man, he's still on the lighter slide like Wiggins is, is. And, you know, Kalen King right now is expected to be a second-round pick. So I would kind of be upset if they don't end up with a Kool-Aid McKinstry, if they don't end up with a Wiggins, right? If they don't end up with one of those top corners and they still end up drafting one, I'm not sure if I would uh, like that pick, to be completely honest with you. I think Wiggins has higher upside. He's got more length. He's got a better size to him. Uh, and I think that he's got more uh, number one upside. And if you can have two number one corners, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think Joey Porter Jr. is getting ready to really have a breakout season next year. I mean, you can make an argument he's having a breakout season this year. So if you can put together a really nice cornerback room with another great piece to go along with Corey Trice Jr. and Darius Rush, by the way, who are both under contract next year, I think this cornerback room can definitely go from a weakness to a strength very, very quickly. Now, let me know down there in the comments section, what's your take? What is the biggest team need for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2024 that they need to address? Is it quarterback? Is it corner? Is it uh, inside linebacker? Let me know down there in the comments section, what is the biggest team need for the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up in 2024? And this is, this is just, I don't even know what Walter Football is thinking with this uh, potential draft pick here. Chop Robinson, and listen, I like Chop Robinson, all right? He's a very productive college player, 
very good pro prospect as well, out of Penn State. So obviously, like the school team kind of connection makes sense there. But I mean, the Penn State, I mean, I'm Pittsburgh Steelers, they don't need a freaking edge rusher. So I don't know why he's doing this. This is Walter uh, Football's explanation of this pick. The Steelers were 8-2 and two with TJ Watt on the field last year, talking about 2022, but 1-6 without him. They need another pass rusher to make sure that doesn't happen again. Chop Robinson is a productive player, but has some size limitations. Now, you know, my question to Walter here is, have you, have you never heard of Alex Heisman? I mean, we just paid this guy a massive extension. He's, he's actually had a pretty darn good season this year in terms of pressure uh, uh, you know, production. Alex Highsmith has been fine. He's a good run defender as well. Why do we need to go out in the first round of all places to go get another edge rusher? And by the way, we have Nick Herbig as a rotational edge rusher. Okay, It's not like the Pittsburgh Steelers have a dire need to fill the edge rusher position right now. Uh, and this is just a completely stupid, stupid pick here by Walter Football, in my opinion. They don't need a starting edge rusher. All right, they have T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith locked up for the long term. What are we doing here? I mean, does, does this guy have no idea about the Pittsburgh Steelers and their, and their team? I mean, seriously. I mean, if you knew anything about the Pittsburgh Steelers, he would know that the Steelers have not one, not two, but three really effective pass rushers among their uh, edge rusher ranks, and they need help at corner. They need help at inside linebacker. They need help along the offensive line. Depending on your opinion, quarterback as well. Using a first-round pick on Chop Robinson is absolutely out of the question, in my opinion. But let me know what you guys think down there in the comment section. Who do you want the Steelers to draft in round one of the 2024 NFL draft? Do you want to go get a receiver like a Dunze? Do you want to go get a quarterback like Penix? Let me know down there in the comment section who you're eyeing in the 2024 NFL draft class. That'll be it for today's show, guys. Again, make sure you click that thumbs up icon if you want to see more draft coverage videos here for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, immediately, all right, because we can get these going. We can get the mock drafts going. We can get the draft targets going if you want, but you got to make sure you click that thumbs up icon and then also make sure you click that subscribe button to never miss any of our draft content coming up here in the 2024 offseason.